Hey guys, welcome back to Homefield Tailgate. Uh, we have Addison as usual, Thomas, myself, and then we got Tucker Lovett joining us as well. We're really excited to uh, have him and his basketball expertise in Kentucky bourbon. So uh, we're excited everyone's here and we got a jam-packed show for y'all. Uh, Addison, uh, how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was great. Real quick, I'll just say Tucker's a huge Kentucky Wildcat fan. Uh, there, who's going to win the national championship <laughs> of that. Uh, sure. Hollywood, I hope it happens. Um, I had a great weekend. Uh, Friday night was pretty chill. Went out Saturday, just kind of hung out, did some home improvement stuff. There we go. Uh, I ended up uh, drinking a decent amount and going to the casino Saturday night as well. Um, so it was a pretty full weekend. Yeah. Did you end up or down? No, nah, I lost. <laughs> It's all good. It happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tom? Uh, not too much. Um, just because, you know, I quit my old job. I'm kind of waiting to start my new one. So pretty much every day is a weekend for me. And it's getting kind of boring. But, you know, I try to find random things to fill my day. So um, this weekend, I made guacamole for the first time. Uh, I looked up just a recipe on Google, and did that, I guess. And then hung out with some friends on Saturday, Sunday, you know, church just kind of hung out. Nothing really too crazy. Uh, but yeah, that's basically what's new with me. Perfect. Tucker, you want to kind of just introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, um, well, my weekend, I, I did go to the casino as well. Nice. Uh, nice. There you go. I was on the side, thankfully. Yeah. Hey. Uh, a rare occurrence, but uh, it happened. Uh, yeah, I, I, like I say, I'm UK grad, uh, been a fan all my life from Western Kentucky back living in western kentucky um you know just bleed blue through and through um love love some bourbon love some horses love some back <laughs> that's some talking about three words is that the trinity in kentucky right there absolutely okay yeah noted no gotta say though kentucky is uh football is is making its way into that that uh top three there yeah, sure that's is. fair. They're doing pretty well right now. It sure is. They had a top 10 recruiting class as well, or right there at it. So, yeah, big things coming in the next few years for them as well, I think. For sure. For sure. We're all drinking uh, bourbon tonight. I have a, a little story. Uh, so, a few years ago, I went to the Ole Miss-Kentucky basketball game. Tucker hosted me, and we went to uh, the Wild Turkey Distillery on the bourbon trail. So, I'm actually drinking some of that. From the ball I got there tonight uh, for the occasion. Nice. Um, Tucker also uh, took me to, I think, my my first and will be only ever strip club uh, <laughs> that weekend. And um, th- th- they do it different in Lexington for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm sipping on um, Jefferson Reserve. Uh, it's very special to my heart. My sister actually got it for me for graduation uh, about five, six months ago, around there. Actually, more than that. Whoa, that's weird. Um, anyways, it's it's near and dear to my heart. I actually finished it tonight. So this is my uh, my last glass of uh, Jepson Reserve right here with my uh, Oxford glass. So pretty pumped about it. Nice. I've got my uh, Kentucky glass here. I'm it's a Buffalo Trace. I actually got it. Um, little story there. I, when I had COVID, um, I didn't know that I had it, but I went into the liquor store and I was taste testing a bunch of bourbons. Uh-oh. I ended up buying like four because I was like, these are the smoothest bourbons I've ever had in my life. 
positive the next day. It was sick as crap for about three days. So truthfully, uh, after I lost my taste and smell for good or for sure, I, I figure um, my, my taste buds were probably waning off about the time I was trying that bourbon. And <laughs> that's why it doesn't always go down like water, but that day it sure did. <laughs> that's hilarious. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get into more bourbon talk later because, you know, I definitely want to pick your brain as, you know, what I should look for, what brands I should kind of pivot towards, maybe so much to stay away from. But let's kind of talk about some basketball for a little bit. So um, jam-packed weekend. There were a lot of good games, lots of great stories. We have Coach K um, in this final game of Cameron Indoor. We had an awesome Kentucky-Arkansas game where Kentucky um, looks like they were going to kind of run away with it, but then kind of um, Arkansas came back. They closed it. A great weekend. Anything that kind of like highlighted uh, the weekend from y'all's eyes? Uh, yeah, Coach K retiring and uh, was huge and losing on that night as well. Yeah. His final game at Cameron Indoor. I guess he's not technically retired yet, but he's going to be. His final game at Cameron Indoor, he lost to North Carolina as rival, which uh, I guess kind of puts a bitter taste in your mouth if you're a Duke fan from that happening. Um, and then the, the Texas-Kansas uh, game was really good as well it was uh, as a as a Kentucky fan they they showed uh, Christian Leitner and the fans uh, fan section at that Duke North Carolina and never never happier to see Duke take the L especially at home um, really really enjoyed seeing that now Kentucky they played Florida yeah I messed up there that's my bad it's all, it's all good uh, it was a good game uh, you know Kentucky up I, I don't know uh, 15, 16 at one point. Yeah. Thought they were going to run away with it. Uh, but Florida, Florida hung with them. Um, ended up winning by eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four and a half it, covered. So I'm happy about that. Yep. Uh, would have liked to seen that game end up a 15, 16 point game, right. but it's a win at this point. Um, I think we're looking really good going into the SEC tournament. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Tennessee's hot. Auburn's hot. Arkansas's hot. All of those guys are going to be. Tough, tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, we're gonna have to meet them, um, and right. it's gonna be a tough. Oh, yeah. yeah. So real quick, real quick, what we're gonna do is kind of run through um, every since conference tournament starting this week for everyone. We're gonna run through all the the major conferences real quick, uh, and just pick a, a winner for the conference tournament. And then, if you had to pick one team from that conference to win the national championship, who would it be? Right. Um, so. First one we have is like the WCC, which the only reason we added this one is because Gonzaga's in it. Um, Gonzaga's going to win the tournament or win the conference tournament, possibly win the national championship. They have the roster to do it. Uh, they had a scare with St. Mary's a few weeks ago. I think it was last Saturday, but I think if they get a uh, you know another chance against them, they'll they'll probably beat them. St. Mary's is good. That's a, a it was a quad one win for Gonzaga. St. Mary's is a solid team. Yeah, they are. Tournament. Uh, but, yeah, Gonzaga will, will win that conference tournament, I'm sure, and uh, obviously be favorite to win the national championship at that conference. Mm-hmm. For me. Completely agree. Um, next one, we have the Big 12. Um, you know, arguably one of the best conferences in college basketball. Uh, they have several teams that will surely make the tournament. Uh, the top four seeds are uh, Texas, Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech. Um of those, I believe Kansas is probably playing the best basketball of, uh, you know, recent. They had a really good game versus Texas this weekend. They, they came out on top. Baylor's the defending national champion. 
they've looked good at some points of the season, but they've also struggled. They're trying to, they figured it out to some point. Tech's been very good, but they've struggled lately. Um, I think Kansas probably wins the tournament, but you know, as far as tournament success goes, I really want to see Texas Tech do well. So we'll see. So I'm going to pick to win the conference uh, tournament. I'm actually going to go Texas route. Okay. And um, I'm going to give, I'm going to choose Baylor to be my NCAA championship from the Big 12. Um, Texas Tech makes me nervous because their offense goes long stretches without scoring. True. Uh, They aren't the best offensive team. And Kansas, I, I, I just don't think they'll get it done for some reason. What do you think, Tucker? Yeah, I'm with you. I think I, I would pick Texas. Uh, you know, I don't – I have not seen that bracket, but I would imagine Texas and Kansas may meet in the – the they meet in the championship or would it be the semis? I can look it up real quick. Keep talking while I uh, – Yeah. Uh, I, needless to say, I think, I think Texas or Kansas uh, are, are going to meet at some point. I think Texas is going to be – the winner there, I think the winner between those two beats Baylor, Texas Tech, whoever they play, um, and, and moves on. Uh, Baylor is a good team. Uh, you know, I think they're well coached. I, I don't know that um, – I don't know that I, I see them going as far as you do, Addison, in the, the NCAA tournament. If I had to pick there, um, I, I would probably go Kansas. I think, you know, can't really bet against uh, uh, Bill Self. Mm-hmm. and. They're playing really good. Uh, they looked good against Texas. I think it's going to be hard for them to beat them twice in a row, though. Yeah. I think Chris is is uh, you know he knows the stuff. He he was they were prepared against them this time. Um, just some errors at the end of the ball game there, um, yeah. and you know they won that ball game. Yeah. So just going back, I just did up. Uh, Kansas has a two round. They play the winner of a. Uh, you know, Kansas State versus West Virginia, which should be a win. And then Texas plays TCU in the first round, which TCU has been pretty decent lately. They've, you know, beaten a couple of good teams. They have, you know, a puncher's chance beating Texas. They're kind of sneaky. But, um, you know, Texas and Kansas would meet in the semifinals if they both won. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think, you know, Texas, um, you know, lost twice to Texas Tech. I don't know if they'll meet in that bracket or not, but I would think Texas would, would beat them now. The third time, it's it's yeah. hard to beat a team twice. It's even harder to beat them three times. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, as far as the ACC goes, I was kind of surprised to see this. I haven't really followed it as diligently as it has in the past. Uh, the top three seeds are going to be Duke, uh, Notre Dame, and North Carolina as the three top seeds. I mean, I really feel like Duke's that they meet North Carolina went again in the ACC tournament. I think they beat them. Um, I feel like they just kind of run away with this tournament, win the ACC, and. Uh, make a push for the final four uh, with Coach K's last season. Duke is uh, really, for the most part, by far and away, the best team in that conference. ACC's down this year. They're bad. Yeah, it surprises me. Conference. Um, of course, Notre Dame and North Carolina playing. I would actually say, out of Duke, I would give Florida State the best chance to win the ACC tournament. I don't know why. Uh, I just like that pick. Uh, just kind of go against it. But obviously, I'd give Duke the best chance to win the NCAA tournament. They have a, a major – I was going to say they would have been a one seed if they hadn't lost this past weekend. Uh, but they still could be a one seed in the NCAA tournament. It'll be interesting to see how the that bracket shapes out. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Duke. I think Duke uh, wins the, the ACC tournament. I think they can go ahead and win the uh, national championship as well. Uh, don't sleep on Notre Dame. 
I think, that, and obviously UNC, UNC beat Duke this weekend. Um, so neither one of those two. Notre Dame gave Kentucky an early loss back in December. Um, they're a good ball club. Um, I, you know, see, I could, I could see Duke um, losing to like a Notre Dame or a Florida State, like you say, early in the tournament. Um, but I, I think they are the. They are well coached. They are. They have the the players at every position to yeah. to make a NCAA run. Also, going back to what you're saying about Notre Dame and Kentucky, I feel like Kentucky is just a different team than they were in December when they last played. Like you know, um, they're kind of playing together now. They're playing cohesively. I think that they're kind of peaking at the right time. But we'll, right. we'll talk about the SEC a little bit later. Um, as far as the Pac-12 goes, the top four seeds are going to be Arizona, UCLA, USC, and then uh, Colorado. Arizona has been kind of the best team in that conference. They're number like two or three in the country, I believe. I think they're number two, even though they lost to Colorado last week. Um, you know, UCLA went to the final four last year. USC has a fun head coach in uh, Andy Enfield. He was the head coach over at Florida Gulf Coast when they were the 15th seed and made that run. So should be really fun, like, you know, with the top three seeds being the programs they are and the success they've had recently. I, I feel like Arizona is probably just going to win it, though. Um, you know, they have the most talent. They've been the best tested um, but, you know, I don't really see, you know, how successful they'll be as far as the tournament goes. There's a major drop off in the Pac-12 after those three teams. Yeah. Um, Colorado is not great um, of a program. And, and I would say Arizona is by far and away the best team. They're going to be a one seed in the NCAA tournament. And I think that they'll probably win the, uh, win the Pac-12 tournament as well. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go UCLA. I think uh, uh, UCLA looked really good at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, they you know, kind of here in the middle and towards the end, they've, they've struggled a little bit. Um, but like you say, Arizona is, is, is solid from top to bottom and it's going to be tough to beat them. Um, but I, you know, I like Mick Cronin. Um, he used to be the coach here at Murray state. Um, this is where I'm from. So, uh, you know, I, I think he's a, he's a pretty solid guy. He had a lot of success at Cincinnati before he went out there. Um, I, I think they'll have the, the people in the right place to, uh, to, pull a little upset over Arizona. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. So um, the next one we're going to do is the Big Ten. Um, arguably one of the best conferences in college basketball, again, even though they haven't had the success in the tournament in recent years. When you look at this bracket, there's like, you know, almost eight teams that could possibly win it. You have Illinois at number one, uh, Wisconsin, who actually won the regular season at number two, Purdue's number three, Rutgers at four, followed by Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan State, and then Michigan uh, with their head coach returning after a five-game suspension. So it's pretty wide open. Like, I feel like Wisconsin is probably peaking at the right time. I think they probably win the Big Ten tournament, uh, make a sweet 16 run. But, you know, that's kind of what I think. What do you all think? Uh, I, I think Wisconsin's definitely peaking at the right time um i like illinois though um that you know i, I really thought illinois would fall off kentucky, mm-hmm. kentucky took three of their co- coaches this year um chin coleman came to kentucky from illinois orlando antigua was their top assistant out there um you know i, I thought illinois would just fall off the end of the earth but they've they've really came together and they're, they're playing good basketball too but i think at the end of the day wisconsin takes that one so I'm actually going to go Purdue uh, to win the Big Ten tournament, uh, but I think, and I think, but I think Wisconsin has the best chance in the NCAA tournament. 
But I, I think Purdue – I really like them. I think they'll win the Big Ten. Uh, real quick, Ty Deemer asked, what are we drinking? Ty, we already answered that question. Uh, but congratulations again on the engagement. We're super pumped for you and excited. We're all drinking uh, bourbon tonight in, uh, in honor of our guests. So um, if you want some great recommendations, I know you love bourbon. You should kind of go to the beginning. <laughs> Awesome. Up. Oh, so now we're going to talk about the American, uh, which, you know, they, they had some success, you know, throughout you know, the conference. It's kind of built towards basketball more. Um, Houston made the final four last year. They come in as the one seed for the tournament, followed by SMU at number two. And then um, a very talented from a roster standpoint, number three, Memphis, who, you know, it kind of looked like they weren't going to do well at the beginning of the season with all the stars they had kind of figured it out. Uh, but I still think Houston is the better team and will win the tournament. Yeah, Memphis beat Houston this past weekend. Uh, Houston's, you know, ranked in the top 15. Memphis struggled, uh, and they've kind of gotten gotten healthier. Penny Hardaway seems to have them going now at the right time. Um, I definitely think Houston's going to win this conference okay. tournament and have the best run in the NCAA tournament. But watch out for Memphis. Memphis could do something. You could make some noise. Uh, they seem to be kind of – they've won some games here down the stretch. They were a bubble team. It looks like they're going to get in. And uh, I would say watch out for them. I think they can be dangerous. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, truthfully, I don't know a whole lot about this conference. Um, I, I've seen Houston play once or twice. Um, they're a good ball team. Memphis, though, like you say, they have the talent um, to to do a lot. I mean, they 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 could be a top 15, 20 team. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think Penny's the greatest coach in the world. I think he's a great recruiter. Um, but outside of that, I, you know, and I think he's proved it this year. He's had he, – he's got top to bottom and they're struggling, so. Yeah, he has the talent and just hasn't been able to, to get it done. Uh, it's kind of a, a thing in, in college basketball, you know, you can still be – you can recruit a top-tier class, but you still have to be able to coach them to win games. Right. Uh, you, you can't just plug and play like you can in, in football. You have to still be able to coach them and put them in the right position to win. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then uh, closing out the major tournaments, we have the SEC, the Southeastern Conference, uh, tipping off on Wednesday with the four lackluster teams uh, in Tampa, Florida. Uh, as far as the seeding goes, number one, Auburn, followed by Tennessee, Kentucky, Arkansas, or obviously the top four best teams in the SEC. A little bit of a drop off, but they have an outside shot in LSU and Alabama. Both, you know, have played well at times and played horrible at times. As far as this one goes, I feel like Kentucky is playing the best basketball. They they have the best stars, and they're like like we said earlier, they're they're playing as a unit now, peaking at the right time. Although Tennessee's been playing hot recently, Arkansas looked unbeatable at times. Auburn, who is the one seed, is a success this year, but you know maybe not as much as they did earlier in the season. Now they they've kind of had some trouble as far as guard play goes. I really like Kentucky to win this tournament. Tucker, I agree totally, hundred <laughs> um, percent. I think. Um, like I said, we're going to have to meet Tennessee in the semifinals. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a tough one. Um, then we're going to have to turn around and play either Auburn or Arkansas, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, both of those teams are great. We've lost to both of those teams. Both of those games were away. Um, I think on a neutral court, uh, Kentucky, you know, I think they beat any any single one of these teams. Uh, traditionally, Kentucky has always had one of the biggest turnouts fan-wise mm. uh, for the tournament. Um Use you know whether it's been in Nashville or St. Louis, Tampa's kind of an oddball. I don't know if um, you know I I don't know how many fans are going to travel all the way to Tampa. I think we'll have a good crowd, 
Um, but I don't. For yeah. Sure. yeah, but I don't think it'll be like the takeover. I mean, when when Kentucky plays at Bridgestone and Nashville, uh, I mean, you can't even hear Tennessee playing Rocky Top for Go Big Blue chance. That's how small of a, a section Tennessee brings in Tennessee. Um, so yeah, I don't know that we'll have that kind of impact, but uh, you know, I think Kentucky it'll be either a neutral court type situation or a home game more so for, for Kentucky. And I think they can handle, uh, you know, any, any of these three teams in their own atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's the top three seeds all went undefeated at home this year. It's crazy. And, and Arkansas only had what two or three losses at home. Um, so they all did really well at home. Lost all their, their losses that they did have were on the road. Um, Auburn has not been playing as well down the stretch, um, and I, so I, I don't think they're going to make much noise uh, in the NCAA tournament for sure. I, I just don't think they are. Um, I think they'll make the semifinals in the SEC tournament, and they'll either lose there in the finals. I don't think they'll win it. Um, I, I think I'm going to pick Tennessee to win the SEC tournament. Um, I don't know, you know, I just think it'll play out that way. I think they'll they'll somehow pull it out. And then I'm going to pick Kentucky and Arkansas to make the deepest runs in the NCAA tournament. Tennessee win the SEC tournament, Kentucky, Arkansas, deepest run in NCAA. What's your thought process behind that? I think Arkansas might have the best coach in college basketball. <laughs> That's a take. <laughs> I love Musselman. I, I, I think uh, – I don't know. I think they're going to make noise in the big tournament. I think they're going to make noise in the SEC tournament. But I think – I don't know. I, I lean towards Tennessee or Kentucky to win that one. Okay. That's totally fair. So, as a whole – depend on seeding for the NCAA tournament, though. We've kind of gone through – obviously, this will change if you see a bracket and everything. But we've kind of gone through the major conferences. Um, we left out a couple of, like, you know – smaller ones, but um, as a whole, like, what are y'all's final four teams? If you had to pick without seeing the bracket, like right now, what are you thinking? Tucker, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I'll go. Um, let, let me start uh, with, with one conference terms we didn't talk about because it's, it's a nobody, but the OVC, Murray State. Uh, <laughs> uh, right? Like here in, my back. in the country right now or something? Yeah, 22 yeah. in the country. They were up to as high as 18 or 19, um, fell off. They went undefeated in the OVC. Um, they're actually leaving the OVC this year, uh, but they are the first team to uh, punch their official ticket to the NCAA. They, they got a big win. Um, and I think they got a good team. Now, when it, what's that? John Morant's alma mater. That's right. Yeah, alma mater. Um, just had to give them a little shout-out there. Um, outside of that, final four teams um, – I think I think Kentucky's in there. I think UCLA's in there. Yep. I would put uh, – I think Duke's going to make a run. And, uh, you know, uh, Arizona is, is a good team. I, I could see them. I could also see like a, a Purdue, um, somebody like that sneaking in there. So I, it's tough to say. Yeah. You know, without you know, we don't have a bracket yet, but I, I think Kentucky, Duke, and UCLA are my kind of final. I see those in the final three. I don't. I would struggle with a fourth one. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So, without seeing a bracket or anything, 
Um, I think Kentucky's in there. I agree with you on that. Um, I think I would love I, – I grew up hating Duke, uh, but I like Coach K a lot. I respect him. And I, I think that he's got a talented enough roster to get in the Final Four as well. Um, I think Gonzaga's going to be there too. I mean, they're consistently getting into the Sweet 16, although, like, their conference play isn't, you know, super competitive. They did play some great games in uh, out of conference, and I, I know they lost to Alabama and everything. I think they're going to be in there. And then I like to throw like a wild card in there just because it's fun. I think UConn plays very good defense and they know their identity. They know it's, you know, win by defense. Let's spread the ball around. Let's, you know, consistently take good shots. So I look for UConn to make a deep run as well. I'm going to say Gonzaga, Kentucky, Houston, and Wisconsin. Okay. Without seeing a bracket. That's going to be my final four. Yeah. And again, we'll do another podcast and kind of break down a final four too. You're uh, you're welcome to join as well. The college basketball guru is what we're coining you as. So uh, you can come on kind of talk about the bracket. Please don't coin me as that. That is <laughs> Thomas, you may not you, – I don't – You Tucker used to have a, a cool little job he did. He would pick up coaches and players from the airport and drive them places. Really? He's had uh, Calipari in his car. He's had okay. Devin Booker, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Who all have you had? Ayton. Um, oh, what's the uh, – I've had the, the guard at Ole Miss. I, what is his name? I can't think. Who, who's at Ole Miss right now? Who's, who are the guards? Ruffin. Uh, Crowley, Ruffin, and Morrell. Austin, Austin Crowley. Crowley. Uh, a couple times. Um, Coach Cal, my, my favorite one I spent a few days with was LeVar Ball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Um, but we, we had a good time. I actually ran for student government, and he made me a little video that made the local news. They were like, LeVar <laughs> Ball endorses a Kentucky student government. Uh, oh, shoot. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah, it was it was something. Um, yeah, so I, I worked like – high school prep basketball events all over the country um, for a company called the grind session. And I, I just kind of took, took care of players, um, coaches, their parents, families. Um, now my closest one was definitely DeAndre Ayton. Um, love his family a lot. Still talk to them today. Got to go out to Phoenix a few times and catch some games, which is pretty cool. Get to see like the, the other side of, of the NBA going to the locker room and all the, uh players cars and it's it's pretty sweet um it was it was a cool gig but I'm awesome. part of my life now I had <laughs> to grow up a little bit get a real job maybe uh, you can get some some finals tickets whenever the suns are playing in the finals yeah, this year I thought about it last year but I, I didn't ask maybe if they go two years in a row we'll uh I'll, I'll, I'll put that offer in. Right. Let the family get year one in the finals, but, you know, friends get year two. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. For sure. Um, so kind of pivoting conversations, we mentioned we would talk about bourbon later. I feel like now's a good time to bring that up. Um, so just, just take us through, like, you know, when, when you're shopping for bourbon, like, what do you look for as far as taste goes? And like, what, like, what do I look for to spot like a, a great bourbon? Well, first of all, I, I I'm no bourbon expert at all, um, <laughs> but I my I, I do drink it quite a bit. My everyday drinker is a bullet bourbon. I don't. Yeah. I think it's a it's a super good. It's usually under or right around thirty dollars. Right. 
And I, you know, I just, I, I really like the taste of it. Um, when it, it's hard to say taste, you know, some people I, I can, I can tape, taste a sip of bourbon and say, Ooh, I taste the orange or I taste an oak or I taste the charred taste. You, you do. I definitely do, but it's hard to say like, this is what you want to look for. Um, I think always a store pick, a store pick is always, um, you know, that's when somebody's gone out from your store, tasted these things. Um, usually somebody that knows what they're doing. Uh, I, I don't think you, that's what I'm having. This Buffalo trace I'm having is a store pick. Okay. Uh, so I, you know, I, I always look for that. Uh, when it comes to higher end stuff, one, avoid third party markets and, you know, kind of outside of Kentucky, it's hard to do that. Um, even inside of Kentucky, it's hard to do that a lot. I was at the mall yesterday in Lexington and saw they had a bunch of Blantons for sale. It's, it's usually like a $70 bottle. It was like 165, which is cheaper than what you would see. But, um, you know, third party market is a, a big markup. Then you get like your Pappy Van Winkles and uh, like a Michter's 23 year the, you get into those. Those are, those are good. But if you put a bullet in front of me and you put a, a Pappy 15 year in front of me, I'm probably nine times out of 10 going to go with the bullet. Um, it, you know, those, those bourbons are, are really good, but they're not anything spectacular. They've just, they're limited quality quantity. Um, and you know, they're just hard to find. And so the price goes way up, Yeah, but I've had them all. Um, I actually had one at, uh, had the Pappy 10 year last weekend at uh, McEwen's there in Oxford. So oh. I had them. So there it go. was, it was, it was good stuff courtesy of Dr. Jim, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we had to, had to go with the, uh, the good stuff. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say you kind of got to taste them, get a palate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, was on a bourbon tour one time. They told me the way you do it, take a sip, your first sip, let it sit on your tongue for 25 seconds and then spit it out take a second sip let it do the same thing swallow that one back take a third sip let it set for 20 seconds swallow it back and then after that that kind of helps you acquire the taste and then you can really you know get the flavors out of the bourbon Um, do that from time to time but most of the time I stick with my bullet and I just it just tastes good it doesn't taste like orange or citrus or any of those things it's just usually pretty smooth so, like, in, in your opinion, again, like, I know that, you know, bourbon's very, like not super, but, you know, a lot of it's super subject, subjective based off what you like. Yeah. like. What are kind of brands or kind of variations of brands that you tend to stay away from that, like, a lot of people might like? <clears throat> I'm not a fan of Eagle Rare. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan of, like, a angels envy i don't like angels envy makes an incredible rye i don't like their yeah. their bourbon they have a good rye um and typically i don't like rye at all um uh, my biggest that i'm a fan of are, are woodford um I, I really like the bullet like i said i like maker's mark mm-hmm. um, my, the the biggest one that i probably stay away from though is, is probably like the um the eagle rare and uh see what else probably eagle rare is probably i just i don't like it for some reason i don't know what it is that doesn't go down smooth for me um 
always wake up with a headache. <laughs> it's just, it's not my thing, but uh, I don't think you can go wrong with a bullet or a Woodford. You know, those are kind of staples. A makers, um, those are kind of staples that, that, uh, and anymore, you know, you go into a liquor store anymore and there's 200 different bourbons up on the shelf. Okay. Um, there's fillers and things like that. It's hard to, to, see i mean it's cool to go in one sometimes they'll have like a, a one of those small name bottles open you can try it a lot of times I, i'm not a big fan of those i'm the same way with beer though you know anheuser bush does a great job with the beer that they make i don't need a bunch of these local guys trying to brew something and put it on the shelf I, it's just there's already a product there that's really good while we trying to mess with it <laughs> i say the same thing about bourbon uh a lot of players are coming into the game here. A lot of them are too late. Um, but so Birchie wants to know what's the most you spent on a bottle of bourbon? The most I personally spent, um, probably not much, like probably, probably the 165 for the Blantons. Uh, for Christmas this year, I got they make uh, it's called Kentucky Senator Bourbon. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's named after a bunch of senators, um, like each one. So they have an Alvin Barkley one. He was a Kentucky senator, went on to be a vice president of the United States. Um, and I, I, my mom got me that one. I think it was like $2.99. Um, and so I got that for Christmas. My, my girlfriend sent it to her. I was like, Tucker really wants this. You should get it. So it was a, it was a big surprise. She didn't, <laughs> I, I totally didn't expect to get that, um, but – it, that's a good one. Uh, most expensive that I've had a uh, buddy of mine, we were at a tailgate one time and he had a, a bottle of Pappy 15 year. I think he had paid $800 for um, and pass it around to us. So that was pretty cool. That's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. Good friend. Thomas, one yeah. night, one night Tucker and I were in lost pizza here in Oxford. Yeah. And uh, there was another guy with us and, and they were drinking a pretty good bit, go and drink for drink. And, they started – I can't remember what y'all were ordering. Tucker, you may remember. But the owner comes over. They're, they're taking it like shots. Like they're getting a glass, like a two-finger pour, and they're just throwing them back. Mm-hmm. And the owner comes over, and he's like, you know, like, those are like, you know, $20 a pour. Do they know what they're doing? And they'd had like three or four of them. And I can't remember what it was y'all were drinking that night. I don't either, um, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I don't think think the other guy remembers either. (laughs) That that Kentucky brown water gets you. There there it is right there. Yeah. Um, The other guy guy got carried out of the restaurant and Tucker walked out like a champ. He he can put it down. Tucker's a man right there. Let's go. I I paid for it the next day. Oh, what goes around comes around, I guess. Tucker, we're about to talk about some uh, college baseball. You're welcome to stay if you want. If you got stuff to go, we we get it. But you know, whatever you want to do. I I don't know a lot about college baseball. I'll give my one quick two cents. Uh, Kentucky this weekend beat uh, TCU. There we go. So that was big time. I think they were like eighth in the country. It was a big a big weekend for Kentucky athletics. The softball team won against the top ten Michigan. Um, I was listening to the radio this morning. They were naming the, the gymnastics team, went to LSU, who's like top two in the nation, beat them. Uh, Kentucky women's basketball beat the number one South Carolina. Uh, 
the tournament. Coach Cal was on the sidelines, just getting hyped. Um, he, he was in the stand, like he was, he was a front row in the stands. But um, I mean, he was just, he actually, uh, he uh, celebrated the final shot when he did. He had a, a white gold Rolex on, and it popped oh. off his wrist and flew up into the stands. And he just left and couldn't find it. So he tweeted out and he was like, if anybody finds my lucky white gold Rolex watch, um, I'm missing it. It fell off my wrist during the, the celebration of the game. Um, he said, I have a reward for you. Um, and somebody, it, they haven't said what the reward was, but somebody did find it, turn it in and, and got it back to him. So he's got his lucky watch back, swaggy cows back. Um, <laughs> Kentucky's Kentucky's in it. So, all right, guys. I appreciate it. Had fun. Um, thank you for coming on. No, yeah, yeah. We appreciate your time. Um, so thank you so much for uh, coming and talking basketball with us again. Like we'll have you on in the near future to kind of break down the bracket and, you know, what you see you know, happening. So thank you so much. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. yeah thank you. Guys. Come on anytime. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs> we had some, uh... Finding the leave button. <laughs> no, we're all good. Um, before we talk about baseball, we'll kind of, you know, pay the bills. We'll talk about our sponsor, Surge. Uh, as y'all know, Surge is a place for market uh, conversation, whether you want to talk with an athlete, a, a business professional, or interior designer. It's your one-stop shop to kind of consult people and kind of get an idea of what you want. Um, they actually have some fun and exciting things coming out pretty soon. I know they have Taiwan Malone uh, as a guest speaker on Thursday. The tickets are $5. Everyone has $5. If you want to ask the football, basketball, not basketball, football, baseball player, any questions, uh, the time seven o'clock, y'all should definitely sign up. I, I did it with Marshall Henderson and it was well worth my investment. We had a great time talking with him and that man has no filter. So it was really fun talking to him and getting his experience at Ole Miss and professional basketball in Iraq and now coaching. He's, he's an awesome person. And that was all you know possible because it served. So sign up as a creator or a consumer. It's, it's a great place at surje.co. Awesome. We just had a, an Instagram influencer follow our podcast account. Um, so we will be DMing her and setting up a blind date for her and Will Hallam here in the near future. It's true. Well, she's just your type. Don't worry. <laughs> um, great transition right here. But uh, talking about college baseball, we'll start with the Ole Miss Rebels uh, knocking off UCF two to one in a series. Um, you know, struggle a little bit pitching Friday, but still was able to bat our way out of it. Uh, Saturday, great pitching performance from the starter and then the bullpen as well. Unfortunately, they, they came uh, short, losing one nothing in 12 innings and then kind of turning around Sunday with an excellent pitching performance, but also the bats got hot. So to win the series, they stay number two in the, the D1 poll. Uh, Addison, what are your initial thoughts on the season in the series in general? For Ole Miss? Yeah. Uh, it's impressive what the bullpen has done uh, night and day from last year as far as the bullpen goes for Ole Miss. For sure. They're starting pitching. They're not the second best team in the country right now because their starting pitching has not been great on the weekends. Okay. Uh, one of the weekend starters, he's had three starts and thrown nine innings total. So that's not good enough for a number two team in the country. No. Um, you're not going to win, you know, many – with with that performance, you know, with that getting that out of a starting pitcher, you're, you're going to lose a lot of games on weekends in the SEC. And Derek Diamond has not been good enough on Friday night. Uh, you're going to get beat a lot on Friday night with his performance. So they figured out the bullpen. It seems so far. Uh, I know Bianco said in his interview this evening 
Uh, he's going to make some pitching changes this weekend to the starting rotation. We'll see what, what happens there. Um, offensively, yeah, they're the number two team in the country. Uh, bullpen, they're, they're top ten team in the country probably, I'd say. Uh, starting pitching has to be better if they want to make a deep run. No, I totally agree. Um, it's, it's very inconsistent. Uh, Diamond was not ideal Friday, um, but we'll see. Still early season. Bad news, Kevin Grant being out for four weeks. Um, you know, he is the anchor in the lineup, usually batting four. Um, he, he's great. He's Fisher Ray's favorite player. If you have any questions about Kevin Grant, definitely ask Fisher. Uh, he can talk with you days about Kevin Graham and the, the incredible specimen that he is. So um, next game, there was the, the Shiners classic. We had a uh, Texas, Tennessee, UCLA. And was there one more team or was it just those three? No, there were six. Who were the other? Well, six teams, right? Uh, UCLA, Oklahoma, LSU, Tennessee, Texas. Uh, and I'm forgetting someone, but there should have been six teams. Uh, UCLA, Texas, and Tennessee all were kind of the best. They, but all three of them went two and one. Super impressive. Um, LSU went one and two. LSU went one and two. Who, who did I miss? Oklahoma. I'm right now. Was Baylor there? Um, hold on. There's another Big 12 team, wasn't it? I think there was. Texas, Oklahoma, UCLA. Baylor, Texas, LSU, Oklahoma, and California, followed by the final uh, Tennessee. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then uh, two big series, I guess, kind of, or two notable series. Uh, Florida beat Miami, knocked them out of the top 25. That series was at Miami. So uh, Miami's kind of off to a slow start. And they were off to a slow start last year, too, and then kind of bounced back. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State lost an, another series um, at Tulane. And then, uh, so they're struggling early on. Started out 66. Long Beach State is also not looking hot, who took a series from Mississippi State. So Mississippi State is not looking good. Um, they also have uh, the number 17 team in the country uh, coming in for a two-game series this weekend. Yeah. Of course, it is uh, March. They're yeah. just now March, you know, February, yeah. early March. It, these games don't matter a whole lot, but they do when you start looking at seeding and RPI later in the season uh, for who's hosting and whatnot. So it matters for that. Uh, however, you know, if, if, you know, I imagine Mississippi State will get it going. Uh, possible injury to Landon Sims, maybe a UCL rupture, we'll see. Um, but they could be a dangerous two seed. Like if they get, a, if they don't, end, if they end up struggling kind of throughout the year, they yeah. seem to always get hot at the right time. If they're a two seed and they go on the road, they're going to win that regional. Yeah. I, I'd say that then, uh, no matter where they out, uh, Oklahoma State. They swept Arizona State on Tuesday and Wednesday. Then they had a three-game series that finishes today versus Gonzaga. They're down two games. They have one more game uh, tomorrow versus Missouri State. That's six games in seven days. So really tough. They, they didn't really fall much in the rankings. I think the voters kind of understand that. Uh, that's tough for anybody. I still think they're a good team. They you know won 2-1 against Vanderbilt to start out the season. So obviously they beat Vanderbilt in the series. They're a pretty good ball club. So don't really think that's too much trouble. I think Oklahoma State's going to be fine. Um, they will get a three-day break after the BYU series this weekend. So, um, just that's tough for pitching. Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. I think we should uh, 
you know, re redo our or start start back over with our top fives with with Birchie comes back next week. I I totally agree. I yeah. don't want to do that without her. No, we we need Birchie's input because it's super valuable. We definitely miss her this weekend. We're we're pumped she's coming back next week. Yes, she awesome. had a big weekend. I was too tired. She went on a bachelorette trip. It was a, a really wild time. They went to Six Flags, mm-hmm. um, and just hung out. I guess I, I don't know what all they what all girls do on bachelorette trips. But it seems that it, she got she had too much fun. She, she sure did. Absolutely, if that's possible. But yeah, um, that's about it this week. Addison, do you have anything else to touch on? That's all I have. Awesome. Well, I uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, you know, new episodes are posted Monday nights. You can you know, listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. If you want to, you know, watch our live reactions, which I would highly suggest. Um, yeah, we're excited that y'all y'all listened, and we're pumped for next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.